This is Rob Scott, and you're listening to Fundamental Shift. Hi, everybody. Uh, Today's talk is called The Paradox of Change, and it's basically a talk about impermanence. In the beginning, I want to talk about how we kind of get stuck on certain things and the lack of acceptance of change is one of the places where most of our pain comes from. I also want to mention um, sort of a a discussion about form and the energy underneath form and identifying with change around that. And then lastly, I want to switch it deeply to a discussion of a time-based mind versus a mind that's actually still and how that is sort of a paradox about change and how Uh, sticking with the moment actually is an appreciation of change, whereas a time-based mind is a a stuck mind. I almost said a still mind, but it's certainly not a still mind. But there's motion in stillness and there's stuckness in time. Um, And so I wanted to discuss that deeply. So this is Fundamental Shift. You're listening to Rob Scott, and let's get started. When I used to be coming up with some of these ideas that, uh, that I'm now talking about, I used to just call it the change, you know, and that was almost my word for God or life or whatever because everything changes. Everything moves. And one of our biggest problems as a species is that we really try and create a ground. We really try and create something that's expected. We try to predict the future. We try to hold on to jobs. You know, we get addicted, and I will, I'll be having a talk on addiction at some point, We get addicted to things that make us feel good, and we try and reproduce them over and over and over again, and we try to hold something um, permanently that's not permanent. Things change, things age, things die, things move. There's nothing but energy going on in this world, and it's in this constant state of flux. And there's a beautiful state of mind that can actually sit and appreciate that change. And then there's the more human state of mind at this point where we really get stuck on uh, things in the past and all that. But the acceptance of change is a really big point in the growth of consciousness. And understanding that everything changes all the time is fine. Most of the people that I've been talking to lately have either got a problem in their relationship or they might lose their job or there's something that they're trying to hold on to and the world is saying it's going to be different than it's been in the past And how are you going to deal with that? And the pain that they feel is that little death of whatever they've expected to be there in the future. And that's something that we would do well to learn to mature into, an acceptance of a different future coming, um, an acceptance of this moment more specifically. And, um, you know, impermanence is something that we really need to get our head around. And if we start talking about it and understanding, oh, yeah, everything's impermanent, even though my ego wants to cling to things, even though my addicted side wants to hold on to the things I like and reproduce them endlessly, I realize that the next thing's going to be a different scale of good and bad. The next thing that comes in this moment is going to be uh, on another level. Um, that's a really helpful way that we can mature and that we should understand. I've said in the past that eternal is not an endless amount of time, but it is the absence of time. It is a timeless state. And 
one there's a saying that's pretty interesting and it's actually goes something like forgive me for not knowing who to quote here but it's it's something that anything that can be seen dies and what can't be seen is eternal and by that what they're saying there is that the eternal part is the change underneath it's the energy of isness it's the energy of being and once we start to watch our mind and see what's going on with our identification in time and with form, we will start to see that as we can soften into the motion of this moment, into the change that kind of flows through this very second, we will be attached to that eternal energy. And we realize our own eternal sort of core, our identification with the vine of being, and we feel less separate and we feel much more uh, at peace and at one with things. So um, that's just a quick thing about change, about the identification with change, the energy underneath form, um, and how it relates to, you know, basically a saying that everything that can be seen dies. All form changes. But the thing that's underneath all the different forms of the world, that energy, that change, that is eternal. And we have the capacity to identify deeply with that change, with that motion, with that energy underneath all the form. And when we do that, we're really born into this sort of new way of being. So that's an interesting concept right there. So just to actually beat it to death in every possible talk that I can, I want to talk time-based mind versus still mind. And we'll get more into this in a little while. But obviously, if, if there's change, right, there's this motion, then the birth of time seems very obvious, right, the human birth of time. And we're not wrong. Um, I can judge, I have a memory of the past, and I want to predict things in the future, and I want to live in that time-based mind. That is fantastic, and on one level, it very, very much exists. But it's it's all in the thought realm. And I want to just keep reminding us that that is all in the thought realm, and that there's an experiential realm that is only this moment. And it's great if we can start to evolve our minds into an acceptance of both of those states of being. That's a really important thing to do. And if that's not clear, write into my website. You know, Write me emails, ask me questions, because that is the whole kicker. If we can get our brain to actually understand a timeless state of being um, and then also live in time uh, as we need to. It's the most important concept in any of these talks and in anything that's going on. That's, that's the thing that we need to get. So if that's not clear... Uh, go to backtobreath.com, write me an email, and uh, and we'll go from there. But, you know, please understand that if you can. So the last part of this talk that I want to do is basically a description, again, of a time-based mind versus a still mind and how there's motion in a still mind and that there's sort of a stuck quality in a time-based mind, which doesn't make much sense. You would think if there's time then that's, that's motion, right? To get from here to there, I need time and I need all that kind of stuff. But this is really what the paradox of change, um, what I mean by that sort of title of this talk, is about because it, it gets tough to talk about stillness and motion and all these different things if we don't understand what the qualities are here. So a still mind is actually a mind that sits in this moment as things change. We discussed that everything changes all the time and a still mind is one that stays in this moment and doesn't move. But its non-motion is an appreciation of all the motion that's in the world. So 
as an itch comes up and a sound down the street and a new thought pops up and more conversation and somebody walks by, it's staying current with what's going on. And so there's tons of motion there, but the acceptance of that change is a deep stillness within the person. So if you think of a river going by, it's dipping your hand in and that that river's not going to carry the hand anywhere. The hand stays still and all the change of life that's the river kind of flows by and goes around the, the hand. Whereas a time-based mind is one that has your boss come up to you and say something maybe critical of you and then you're stuck in that spot, right? You keep moving around and you do stuff, but a lot of your brain is still thinking about what your boss did. Right? And so that stretches out. You have judgments about your boss because of that. You get mad at your boss because of that. Later in the day, you're still thinking about what happened earlier. That's a deeply long time-based mind. Imagine if you start having uh, things happen to you when you're a child and you carry those issues with you throughout your life. You never really get back to being fully where you are because you're bringing this big, long history of you into each moment. And you're not really full. A lot of times you can't even listen to conversations because you're still sort of wrapped up in past events and all that. That is a time-based mind. That's a distracted mind. It's not a still mind at all. The stuckness of that is that it's – imagine if you stuck two hands in a river and one of them got hit by a stick and it kind of gets carried down the river in a stick. And now your hands are really getting separated and all your attention isn't in the hand that's right with you in this moment. It's on the hand that's kind of drifting down the stream away, and you're separating out into this long time-based mind. So there's a little description about what a time-based mind is versus a still mind, and I guess the next part of this talk would be about why in the world is a still mind better, right? And if that's not clear already, uh, I guess I'll give it a shot and try and tell you why that is. Rather than just actually say a still mind is better, it might be smarter if I say if we had the capacity to choose between those two minds, that would probably be better. If we only have a time-based mind, then we're not really seeing the other quality of life. And I would imagine that if you saw the other quality of life, if you saw what a still mind feels like and is like, because there's a lot of beauty in that, um, that you wouldn't really choose to just forget about it and go the other way. I think it's really the awakening of, of human consciousness where we can you know, come to this still place and have the capacity to stay present. Um, that said, there are a lot of benefits about being still. It's kind of like the zone in, uh, you know, in sports. If people find the zone when they're playing sports, that's a very present mind. They're in the moment. They're in the zone. Um, it's, it's the same when you're passionate about anything that you do. Uh, it's a really passionate sort of poetic way to live. And um, there's very little conflict in it because there's there's nothing to have conflict about because you're accepting of what is. And um, so conflict kind of goes away. Problems go away. And all these talks that I've had have sort of pointed at these things. So uh, I don't want to be a salesman and I'm not going to sell it, but I will talk about it and point at it as much as I can. A still mind is uh, very important that we learn uh, to understand it. So we are coming up on the end of the show I really appreciate everybody's time. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, check out my website, backtobreath.com. If you can, there's a little link. Show me where you are. I love it when people sign up for that so that I can see where in the world you are. Uh, it's kind of cool. Put a fake name in. It doesn't matter. But it also gives me an opportunity, if you want, to let me email you and uh, tell you some other stuff. So 
Uh, this is Rob Scott. You've been listening to Fundamental Shift. My website's at backtobreath.com. Thank you again so much for your time. Have a great day. Be kind to yourself and everybody else. Can you hear me now? Let me turn, I'll turn it up.